This episode of the Global Franchise Podcast is brought to you by Expense Reduction Analysts, delivering cost optimization solutions to help international businesses survive and thrive. For more information, visit expensereduction.com. Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, bringing you interviews with the industry's leading franchise brands. I'm Kieran McClune, editor for Global Franchise Magazine. Asian is the original takeout food, and P.F. Chang's To Go focuses on takeout and also delivery, catering, and third-party delivery services. It's allowing the guests the ability to enjoy our food favorites in their home or their office or on the go. And it's meeting the demand for elevated Asian cuisine in an easily accessible way. Like many of its competitors in the restaurant franchising space, P.F. Chang's has had something of a shift this year with a push for its brand new to-go locations, alongside self-delivery across its North American portfolio. This is somewhat at odds with the brand's flagship Las Vegas site that promises theatre on a plate, but regardless, the off-premise pivot has led to increased growth across its domestic and international sites. To get more of an idea of what the future holds for P.F. Chang's, we wanted to catch up with Kristin Bride, Vice President of International and Global Brands. Kristen has been with the organization for over 16 years, which makes her the perfect person to speak to about P.F. Chang's development over the past few years and its ambitious plans for the future. If we kind of begin by taking a look back at P.F. Chang's over the past uh, almost couple decades by this point, you've been with the organization, of course, Kristen, um, for over 15 years, having first joined in 2005. And I wondered if, um, to kind of kick us off, you'd be able to give us an idea of how P.F. Chang's has evolved since then, or I suppose maybe the flip side of that is the experience largely the same today in 2021 as, as it's always been. Yeah, I still cannot believe the time that has passed. Um, As I think about that question, (laughs) I think what comes to mind first is people work for people, not for companies. Sure. And P.F. Chang's has an extraordinary culture. It's been an incredible journey so far. One of the many reasons I continue to work for P.F. Chang's is that we are constantly evolving uh, while continuing to maintain the DNA of the brand. Um, you know, we've got a great story to tell, and there's a history behind that story that we've preserved. Uh, something one of our founders, and who I can call a good friend, Philip Chang, has always said, is that you have to do the simple things well, the basics. Yeah, Yeah, and even though P.F. Chang's continues to grow, our core mission is to share good food with those we care about, and that has remained the same. So over the last couple of years, we've identified several key areas to focus on to ensure that we do continue to evolve. One of the areas we really wanted to focus on is something we call reimagining the guest experience. Right. Yeah, I think high quality food has become ubiquitous and memorable experiences are harder to find. Uh, We even reinvested back into our business that's elevated the entire experience. Uh, We have what's called a brand refresh program, and it not only includes a full remodel, but also an experiential dining investment. We improved our lighting, our music. We introduced new uniforms, tableside theater. Uh, we enhanced hospitality with like a hot towel service. Right. Yeah, all to drive customer traffic into our restaurants. 
Um, so obviously, you know, kind of the, the flip side to that guest experience is that PF Chang's has, particularly over the pandemic, you guys have been rolling out, um, you know, delivery, which many brands, even those that previously may not have offered that have really been doubling down on recently. And I know that particularly in the US, you're kind of looking to, am I right in saying, uh, roll out nationwide self-delivery by 2023, rather than relying on third-party operators, which is what many of your competitors um, do at the moment. And I want to learn a little more, Kristen, about how that's kind of been going so far with the the nationwide rollout of self-delivery how's that is that uh, on track to to hit that 2023 goal yeah absolutely um we've seen many benefits to self-delivery we actually call it um playing offense instead of defense right okay um so we started with one location in mccallum texas a small little town on the border of texas a couple of years back and honestly that operator treated it like a separate business so the first thing you need to have mm. is buy-in from the restaurant operators they must drive it and lead it constantly educating the team on the benefits of the program and because of that because of the buy-in from that operator we've seen uh, meaningful increases in order frequency and check size uh, our social scores on self-deliveries have been significantly higher uh, it provides end-to-end -end control of the entire guest experience and retains tips in-house. Uh, we've retained customer loyalty data versus the third-party delivery companies. And like I mentioned, it also hedges future fee hikes from third-party delivery providers as you know they seek profit improvements. So like I mentioned, we're playing offense instead of defense. Right. Okay. And that's, that all sounds very positive. I mean, when you say about kind of the, the customer data, that's something we've spoken about quite a lot recently on the podcast. And, um, you know, that's a real sort of, that can be the be all and end all for some brands, can't it? That's such an essential part of sort of building strategy moving forward. Oh, absolutely. Yes. No, we've invested heavily in technology to ensure that we get that data. So we provide our guests what, what they're requiring or what they're asking for. And um, another kind of aspect of the PF Chang's brand when we're looking at the, the future of the business is that you guys have been broadening your to-go model. Um, with the announcement in June of this year, uh, I saw that you'd be aiming to have um, 50 to-go units open by 2022 now. Um, how's that been going, Kristen? Are you, are you kind of on track to hit those, uh, those figures? And how has the, how's the reception been to that more, I suppose, scaled down PF Chang's operation? Yeah, no, the reception's been fantastic. I mean, Asian is the original takeout food mm. and PF Chang's to go focuses on takeout and also delivery, catering and third party delivery services. It's allowing the guests the ability to enjoy our food favorites in their home or their office or on the go. And it's meeting the demand for elevated Asian cuisine in an easily accessible way. The consumers across the globe seek dine-in dining options to fit their changing habits, as we've seen, especially over the last couple of years. Um, you know, it was a it was a model or a strategy that we had launched prior to COVID, um, and it's a strategy that definitely took off during COVID. Uh, the company's off-premise dining strategy. We've got a strong performance in the area and continue to meet growing demands in that space. Um, you know, we've received some great positive feedback from the consumer. Um, the menu features P.F. Chang's most well-known made-from-scratch dishes. Um, you know, the limited menu of the Bistro Classics are still executed with P.F. Chang's recipe and culinary procedures. So though the service strategy may be quick casual, the quality of the food you get in our bistros is also being served in the to-go's. Uh, you know, we just opened our 11th location um, and we are on track to hit that 50 number. Um, you know, we're not going to slow down, not only in the US, but also around the globe. 
Yeah, that was the the kind of next question I wanted to come on to was that um, the to go model. It seems you know the the kind of figures have been based on the US, but are you so you do see that as part of the brand's um, international strategy moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. It's part of the brand's international growth strategy. Uh, we're seeing significant interest from our current partners around the world. We actually have our very first international to go location opening next week in Kuwait. Oh, okay. Which is great. Yeah, super exciting. Um, and the smaller footprint's a great fit in high density metro areas as well as suburban markets and offers another way to access our food. Um, you know, not only are our existing partners starting to build out their development plans, we're also seeing the to go model as an additional sales channel to offer to prospective partners. You know, it has very attractive unit economics with lower build costs and operating expenses than the traditional bistros do. And the to-go model will help us expand the reach of the P.F. Chang's ecosystem, as we call it, filling white space in the U.S. around the globe. It's definitely an exciting part of our strategy, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like it. Um, if we could go back to something you mentioned earlier on, Kristen, this idea of um, you know reimagining and enhancing the guest experience, um, sort of something along those lines that P.F. Chang's uh, notably relaunched this year was your flagship Las Vegas location um, after a, a bit of downtime for refurbishments. Um, and of course, at this site, you've got the whole the theater at the table idea with dishes that are complete with fire and smoke and everything like that. Um, what do you think that's the direction that hospitality will, will maybe go in the coming years where consumers are looking for, as you say, you know, the more guest experience thing rather than just what's on the menu or kind of down the more to go the self-delivery avenue? Do you think that eventually off-premise dining could eclipse the uh, what we might call the traditional dining experience? Yeah, you're absolutely right. We reopened our Las Vegas location. Um, it's been a very successful location for us for 20 years, and we did a full remodel, um, more elevated than the other bistros. Um, we also reopened our Waikiki location in Hawaii uh, just in September, also as a flagship. And we'll continue to look for those flagship locations. But you know, we believe both formats are imperative. Dine-in and off-premise dining, people are starting to feel comfortable again dining in restaurants. And we must ensure that, you know, that we not only serve great food, but also offer the complete experience. That includes the tableside theater with both food and beverages. I mean, you can find great food everywhere now. So you must also offer other components of a great ambiance. But we also believe the off-premise dining trend will continue. I mean, people have figured out that they can get great food delivered into their homes. Um, you know, we, we, we want to continue to deliver best-in-class experiential in-restaurant dining while also offering phenomenal off-premise dining experience, ensuring you know guests receive their meal just as it was prepared in the restaurant. There's now less than two months remaining to enter the Global Franchise Awards 2022, but that hasn't stopped brands from submitting their concepts for consideration in record numbers. If you want to be in with the chance of winning a coveted Global Franchise Awards trophy, make sure to visit globalfranchise.com awards today. And, uh, and when we're looking at the kind of investors that partner with PF Changs, is it similar in the sense of do you get certain um, franchisees who maybe you know are better suited, you may say, to the kind of off-premise, much more efficient method of delivery as opposed to that more theatre at the table, experiential uh, dining experience, or do you think that it's kind of an amalgamation of both? Where if someone has hospitality experience, they're kind of you know they're going to succeed with either of the PF Changs avenues. 
Yeah, you know, as we look at entering a market, we, you know, the to-go model is a new model for us over the last couple of years. So our existing partners um, are just starting to look at that model and look at building it into their strategy. But as we look at new, as we look at new countries um, and new partners around the world, we want to enter a market with the bistro. You know, we want to enter it so people can ex- have go through the entire experience and still get great food while looking at at the to-go as an other area of opportunity to fill white space. We do know that a model like the to-go, which is quick casual service, is not necessarily something that we see in every market like you see in North America. You know, the the popularity of it is just not there yet. But there is a big opportunity in many markets, Um, you know, some Asian markets, Middle Eastern is also some markets, um, and then North America, where we're seeing that as an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And as we've kind of touched on throughout the conversation, you know, as much as P.F. Chang's is known as a real staple in the American dining experience, you know, you operate currently in over 25 countries. Um, And when you're looking at those uh, foreign markets that you you may take P.F. Chang's into, as you've mentioned there, you know, you kind of want to put the bistro forward as your your best foot forward in a sense. Um, But what about the kind of the offering, the menu, the kind of, you know, the things that really make P.F. Chang's what it is? Do you feel that there's a lot of regional considerations in those uh, foreign markets or is the brand largely going to be familiar if someone goes to it in America compared to if they go to a P.F. Chang's somewhere in Europe, for example? Yeah, no, absolutely. There's regional considerations. Um, You know, we continue to ensure we execute the brand the way the brand was meant to be executed and that we stay true to who we are. That if you dine in a P.F. Shang's, whether it's in Dubai and you order a chicken lettuce wraps, it's the same experience you would get if you order the chicken lettuce wraps in, say, New York or Miami. Well, it's true that, you know, investing can be an emotional endeavor. We offer a promise to all our partners. And, you know, that promise is ensured profitability. And there is no one size fits all mentality. You know, we begin our new partnerships with an in-market feasibility study and comprehensive analysis of brand awareness, the brand positioning. We look at menu costing, pricing, elasticity, labor laws, construction costs. I mean, real estate values, you know, the the detailed results help us design a meticulous P.F. Chang's market entry strategy specific to each market condition. So from the beginning, our international expansion, we realized the importance of adapting a culture that values learning rather than forcing. We understand that every area is very unique. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and sort of another another big talking point in the restaurant industry at the moment, as well as the different kind of models that we've spoken about, is of course the the unavoidable elephant in the room, what's being dubbed the Great Resignation, which is a uh, primarily the labour shortage in the US, and unfortunately uh, very much so in the restaurant industry in which PF Chang operates. Um, I wanted to speak with you a little more, Kristen, about whether or not PF Chang's has been impacted by this labour shortage, and if so, kind of the things that your um, organisation is doing to you know navigate these challenging times that all businesses are currently undergoing yeah absolutely these are challenging times i mean we're seeing staffing challenges and wage inflations not only in the us but around the globe as we talk to our partners mm. you know this this global crisis hit restaurants and particularly full service cab, uh, casual dining establishments hard um, and the first thing we must ensure is that you know we're the place people want to work Um, that we have a great culture, that people feel safe and taken care of while also ensuring that we're staying competitive in the market. You know, last quarter, we announced a new tuition assistant program for grad school. 
And we actually also just announced last week that in 2022, our hourly employees are going to be eligible for paid time off. So, you know, it's something we're definitely continuing to monitor closely, you know, striving to be the best employer of choice and also ensuring we're providing our guests with the best possible experience. It absolutely is a competitive world out there. Yeah, no, it sounds like you guys are really doing all you can, as you say, to kind of set yourself apart and make yourself that attractive option for people maybe looking to get into this space. Um, the the final question I've got for you, Kristen, is just looking ahead to next year. Um, what would you say are some of the the main goals or upcoming developments for PF Changs that you think that um, franchise professionals should know about as we move into 2022? You know, that's a great question. You know, firstly, I see it as it's very important that you communicate your strategy or your goals with your teams at all levels. I mean, communication is key. Mm. It is important they understand the strategy and not get distracted by other things. Um, at PF Changs, we've got a clear strategy. You know, the first is to continue to deliver best in class experiential in restaurant dining. Uh, two is to become the number one destination guest looking to celebrate all occasions. Um, three is, you know, we're going to continue to grow our bistro digital off-premise dining business through improved marketing and, and also through improved operations. And four is to develop our brand accretive incremental revenue channels, including we've got retail, grocery, and um, actually soon to be a swag shop. And then, of course, expand uh, with new domestic and international units across, you know, the flagship model bistro and the to-go formats. You know, with a globally recognized brand, we've got an iconic menu and a proven service model. PF Chang's offers a, a substantial advantage when it comes to entering new markets. You know, the, the traditional development model for casual dining has always been to open, you know, as many restaurants to gain market share in one segment. And, you know, we've guided the brand in a new, new direction, taking advantage of growth models designed to penetrate various levels of the market to elevate brand awareness through the most efficient and economical approach. I mean, we're in the relationship business. So, you know, PF Chang's international growth success has been and will be inherent on our ability to find exceptional partners, a true partnership, which possesses both the capital and the experience to leverage the brand over a country or multiple countries. So lots of exciting things going on um, within our brand, both domestically and globally. Yeah, it certainly sounds like you've got a, an exciting year ahead, which is great to hear. Well, thank you once again, Kristen, for joining us today and um, looking forward to seeing what's next from PF Changs as we move into the new year. Thank you very much. PF Chang's is a really interesting brand to look at as we enter this post-pandemic era of franchising because it seems to be set up for a multitude of dining preferences. For fans of the in-person, traditional restaurant experience, the brand's focus on theatrical dining delivers. For those who want to stay at home, PF Chang's doubling down on self-delivery should satiate a particular kind of consumer. It was also great to hear Kristen's thoughts on the current labour crisis taking place worldwide and how the brand is making itself appealing to limit the impact caused by worker shortages. This is inevitably a complex issue that we'll be talking about for months to come, but the brands that do all they can to combat it now will surely come out on top as the dust begins to settle. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this. How have you been impacted by the Great Resignation and what do you think businesses can do to traverse these tough times? make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods.
To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.